Hey, millionaires. Hey, superstars. Hey, this is Wesley. Billion dollar virgin with another millionaire midnight rant. It's 1 a.m. I've been very busy. You might say, busy doing what, Wes? Winning. I've been very busy winning in life. But I didn't forget about you. So welcome to the podcast where we talk about all things mindset, all things success, prosperity, manifestation, abundance, and the science behind getting what you want from the universe here. I'm your host from my bedroom, by the way. I know you're looking at the dark screen. Get over it. If you're on my podcast, thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for being a follower as well. And I promise always to give you true, brutally honest, transparent content from the top of my heart. Okay? And listen, there's nothing great about me. I'm just a regular old black kid from Houston, Texas. But I'm worth over $40 million. I'm in the digital marketing space. I'm doing very well. And I'm here to help you win financially. Okay? I'm here to help you become the greatest version of yourself. So tonight, listen, tonight I want to put the ball in your court here tonight. It's all about you, you know. Comment below. It's all about me, Wes. It's all about you tonight, and I want to answer a few questions here. And if you have a certain topic that you want me to speak about, let me know. Put in the questions below. I think it's important to do two things. One, to create topics for you to talk about. But two, I need to find out what you're thinking about. You know, many people do not get the opportunity to pick the brain of a millionaire, right? They don't. But guess what? I'm here. It's late. It's dark. And you're listening to Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. So go ahead and put your... First of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, go ahead and comment your names here below. Let me make sure I give you a shout out. Wow, over 41 million people here at one o'clock in the morning. All praise to the most high God is the greatest. I love it. I love people who are not just talking about success, but committed. How many of you are committed to your success? Comment below. How many of you are committed to your success, I can tell because you're up. That means that you weren't asleep. And I'm going to <clears throat> believe that you were doing something to the achievement of your going. Hey, Samara. Hey, Don. We have some queens in the building here. Angelique, Rosemary, how are you? Uh, we have Aricella as well. Laura, um, Dre. We have... Joe, Joyce, Nawi, Aracela, Araceli, Jada, how are you? <laughs> okay, hey, Bernard. So let's go ahead and start with your questions here. Listen, you can ask me anything about my business, anything about my life, anything that you need to hear so you'll have the confidence to do the same thing. Because listen, there's no reason why you can't make a million dollars this year. Okay. There is no reason why you cannot earn your first million this year. All of you. And if you're not making that amount of money, it's just something that you don't know. 
Or maybe it's something that you do know, but you just haven't applied it. And maybe you are applying it, but you're not consistent enough. And maybe you are consistent, but you're still in the infancy stages of developing your mind or your business here. Okay? How did you start? All right, Joy. You want the long version or the short version? How did I start? How did a young kid from Houston, Texas, born and raised on the south side here, parents never made more than $20,000 a year. <laughs> How did I start? How did I become this man? <sighs> Let me give you the short version because the long version is maybe two to three hours, honestly. I'll say this. As a kid, I was fortunate enough to own a computer. And I'm going to tell you why that was important. You know, many children, many teenagers don't really learn or figure out what they want to do until after their 20s or in the 30s. But I was fortunate enough to know what I wanted to do when I was eight and nine years old because my father bought me a computer, spent over $4,000. Of course, he was paying payments on that computer. I wonder if my dad still playing, paying payments on that computer. Because it was very expensive back in the day, right? And as many of you do know, I became a computer engineer. I didn't go to college, by the way. I did not go to college. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Wesley, how did you become a computer engineer by not going to college? Well, I knew exactly what an engineer knew. And I was getting paid like an engineer, so I don't think it mattered for me to go to college. So... I got pretty fortunate to get that computer at the nine at nine years old. So I was fascinated about technology. I was fascinated by computers here. So at the age of 21, 22, I think I was making about $30,000, $40,000 a year, which is a lot of money at that time. And I had a great career in the computer field. Okay. I loved it. I had a passion for it. And I realized I didn't need college because I already knew what they were trying to teach me in the class. I still remember I used to attend University of Houston here in Houston, Texas. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you why I dropped out. The only reason why I dropped out, not because the class was too hard, not because of the workload. It's because I couldn't find the class. It's a true story. Like, I literally could not find my class. And I made a decision to just stop going. Because to me, it was just a waste of my time. I was spending half my time trying to find the classes. And I just couldn't do it. I just like, this is this is just stupidity, honestly, <laughs> to me. And I'm not saying college is a bad thing, because for some people, like my daughter, she wants to be a nurse, so college is necessary. If you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, some professions do require you going to college. But, and um, and this is before I wanted to be a millionaire, honestly. But let me tell you what changed my paradigm, okay? And this is before I, I even knew what a, a paradigm was. And I shared a story before, but I'm going to give you the brevity of it. When I, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Have you ever worked at a job and you really busted your ass? I mean, you really worked hard. Because you want to climb that corporate ladder, right? You want to climb to the top. You want to make more money. And you want to be appreciated. 
And I mean, like, really worked hard, 15 hours a day, work weekends, would get up in the middle of the night, go to the job to fix whatever was broken. That was me. I used to work at a car dealership, and I was the computer technician for the car dealership. I was the only one. And I loved it. I really did. I loved that job. Man, one thing about me, I love fixing problems. So, you know, in the computer field, there's a ton of problems. So it was perfect for me. But I'll never forget the day that my paradigm changed. Like, everything changed mentally for me. Because before having this experience, I, you know, I thought my boss cared about me. How many of you, how many of you believe your boss cared about you? You know, I thought my manager, my supervisor, they really cared about me. You know, I thought the owner of the dealership really cared about me. I mean, I've been to his house. He showed me his boat. <clears throat> he was the first millionaire that I ever met in person. He was a cool guy. Until the day this man fired me. And when I say that, and I learned a lot from that man. Um, I mean, when I say he fired me, with like no emotion. <laughs> like who does that, right? Like no emotion. I mean, I was this guy's friend. But that particular day, to make a long story short, the computer, <clears throat> the computers in, at the dealership, they were infected by a virus and I was trying to fix it. And he just fired me. He said, you're done here. He just said, you're done here. I mean, I was cold blooded, right? But actually, I thank him for that because it really, it really taught me a lot about business and pleasure. And it gave me the opportunity to learn how to fire people and terminate people and not think, think too much of it, right? I mean, he just, I mean, just said, you're done. And never seen him again. This guy was my friend, right? And let me tell you something. I learned a lot from that situation, a lot. One, that everybody's expendable. I mean, whatever job you think you have job security, you just wait. I mean, you see AI right now, artificial intelligence is taking over. You have no clue. And if you're not doing your research, if you're not reading the articles and watching the YouTube videos about AI, you're going to be lost in the sauce. The AI is going to replace you. You'll see it. In 10 years, man, AI is going to replace millions of jobs. You'll see it happen because the AI can do it better than you. Um... I learned from him was there's really no loyalty when it comes to working for people. You know, I know we want loyalty. Like I expect loyalty from my people, but honestly, you know, it really doesn't exist. And the reason why I said it doesn't exist because the CEO of a company, it's not his responsibility to, to be loyal to you. It's his responsibility to make sure that you produce. That's it. Like he'll be loyal as long as you produce. That makes sense? Um, and that's just the bloody truth of it. You know, I, I get it. Some people are like, oh, that's my friend. I'm in business. That's my parent. That's my whatever. You know, I can never fire this person. Yeah. You know, nepotism is probably one of the number one causes of people. Businesses just not succeeding, honestly. Um, you got to be able to terminate people, let people go and not feel too much about it. just got to move forward. Uh, you almost have to be emotionless as a CEO of a company here. Have a little compassion, but people need to know who the fuck you are in your company, okay? And they need to know that if they need to let you go, that you will let them go. Like me, I love everybody that works for me. I do. 
I care about them. But if you don't produce, I will fire you with 100 I will fire you. And you can cry and whine and moan. You'll get over it. Right. But I will do that. And let me tell you why, because my responsibility to my company is first, which means is I hire people, I partner with people for them to produce a result. I don't care if we go out to the club, we drink together, whatever we do together. Cool. But if you don't produce, I have to let you loose because you're not, there's no value there. Does that make sense? It's kind of similar to a woman. Same thing with a man. Like if a woman's in your life and she's not providing any value, you got to let her go. Same thing, women. If you got a man in your life, is he not providing any value to you in your life? He's not adding any value. Let him go. It's a waste. And me, I'm very quick to let people go out of my life very quickly with no problem. Right. So he taught me that lesson. This man was a, 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 a multimillionaire. He wasn't self-made, though, but he was a multimillionaire. So I learned that, you know, it's really no loyalty. If you don't produce, they will let you lose. And then I learned not how to run a, not how to run a company, but I learned how to posture. Like I learned to have a certain demeanor. One thing about the guy that owned the dealerships, he always looked good. Like he always, he looked like the CEO, okay? Like he looked like the boss, from his smile, how he would walk, how he would communicate. And I spent a lot of time with him. So I modeled a lot of that, like almost unconsciously, when I was in my early 20s. So for several years, I'm looking for other opportunities, right? And I'm still working jobs, obviously. I'm still doing computer engineering jobs. And I'm looking for something that's going to make me rich. I wanted to be like him. I wanted to be a CEO. I wanted to run my own company. I, I realized very early in life, especially after I was fired, then when I got kicked out of the army, I knew I was destined to be a boss. And let me share something with you. This is, this is, this is kind of how you know you're probably destined to be a CEO of a boss. If you are unable to take instructions from other people, like if you're unable, if you're just like one of those rebellious people, you can't listen to anybody, you don't want to listen to nobody, right? No one to tell you what to do. Well, you're probably destined to be a CEO. Now, I don't know if you're going to be a successful one, but you're probably the girl or guy that needs to go on their own way. And that's what I did. I went my own way, okay? I was the black sheep of the family. I made a lot of mistakes, but after years and years of developing myself, not developing a company, and that's one thing I want to share with younger people or new entrepreneurs, you spend so much time trying to run a business, you don't even know how to run a business, and then two, you spend so much time trying to find out how to make money, how to make quick money, but the self-development process of becoming the type of person to run that type of company that you want to create is absolutely extremely important. It's so important. Like the person that you have to be, the self-development process, okay, and the things that you need to do with yourself to be able to lead people, to, able, to be able to be formidable, to be resilient, to fight, to persevere, 
to know how to communicate, to understand money, to be patient, to delay gratification. That is self-development. That's self-work. Right? That's not running ads on YouTube and Facebook. No, it's a lot of self-work that needs to be done that unfortunately CEOs and entrepreneurs, they don't talk too much about this. And I don't know why, because it's important. It's very, it's so important to develop yourself. Then long story short, basically, it took me about eight to nine years to figure out the internet. But let me tell you something, once I figured out the internet, it was game over. I mean, I'm in a position now, I'm really set for the rest of my life. Like if I don't work here today, I will clear millions of dollars every single year without doing anything if I just decided to stop working. It's because of all the information on the internet and the systems and funnels I've already set up. Like I'm kind of set. Even when I pass away, you know, my children, they will get this residual recurring income because of the companies and the automated systems that I've created on the internet, okay? So that's what happened with me. And at the age of 35, I made a million dollars, right? And after that, we just, you know, we just, we're just grateful. That was a good question, by the way. Yeah, I see that Joy says the self-development process is very hard. Listen, sweetheart, it is. You know, I'm not going to bullshit you here tonight. Listen, it is tough. The hardest thing was not making a million dollars. You know, when I was in my 20s, I thought the hardest thing to do in life was to make a million dollars. I was like, man, how do I make a million dollars? How can I do this? But after you make the money, you realize the most difficult part of this situation, the most difficult part was just believing that I could do it. Believing that a young black kid from a household that only made twenty dollars to $25,000 a year from the south side, from the hood, can make millions of dollars. Right? That, that was the tough part. Which is why the self-development process is so important. Like surrounding yourself around successful people, understanding that you're worthy, learning to value yourself, uh, and, you know, berating yourself or talking negatively to yourself and understanding internal and external communication. And it's so much you have to, it's a relearning process, honestly. And it's a lot of work. It is. But what I want you to understand, it's worth it. Comment below. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Comment those words. Hey, Natalia, how are you? Natalia. That's her name. <laughs> Does that make sense? I want you to understand it. Like, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Comment below. It's worth it. It is. It is. It's tough. But it is so worth it. I mean, imagine just getting up out of your bed whenever you want to. Oh, I remember when I had a job. Man, I had to get up at 8 o'clock. I hear that dumbass alarm clock. It used to piss me off, man. I wasn't done sleeping yet. I was still tired. How many of you are still tired in the morning? You don't want to get up? You're like, oh, man. I don't want to go to work. I can't imagine putting on clothes and getting in traffic and trying to go work a job, man. That's insane to me, man. Just to think about it. Okay? 
But this is a lot of people's reality. You know, I hated it, though. I hated putting on, like, I didn't wear suits, but I used to wear Dockers. You remember Dockers, guys? I used to wear Dockers in a college shirt. God. And I had to wear those dumb, ugly church shoes. Stacy Adams, I believe, to work. Because you have to dress nice. Professional. Not now. Walk around my house butt naked. But I got people that work for me, so I can't walk around butt naked. But, shh, I mean, I can get up when I want to. Like, this morning, I got up at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. <laughs> like, I wake up when my body wakes up. Listen, comment below. It's worth it. It's going to be worth it. Trust me. Like, all the suffering that you're going through, how many of you are suffering? All the pain, all the hard work, all the failure. I mean, it's so worth it. It, it, it's just, it's, I know it don't feel worth it, but I'm here to tell you. And that's why I created this podcast, because you can hear from a young man who was just like you years ago. And I'm telling you, it is so fucking worth it. That's why I look so young. Duh. Hello. You know what I spend my time doing? Like today, I went to the massage. I, go, I get a massage every day. I spend like 200 bucks every single day on a massage, because I tip very nicely, right? I mean, I work out every day. I feel good. I eat healthy. I mean, I have no stress. Right? That's why I look young. Hello? That's why I'm 25 forever. You get it? And one day, I believe it's going to be you. I don't know which one of you, but claim it. Let me tell you one thing. Somebody asked me, what is one thing that you did, Wes, that you think gave you the edge? And it's going to be very simplistic. Somebody asked me this. Say, what is the like one thing? If you could tell someone that is just starting off, trying to make things happen, what was the one thing you think that gave you a head, gave you the edge that allowed you to become a millionaire where so many people fail? And I'm going to tell you. Believing in myself. Believing, like I believe so deeply in myself. I don't think people realize it. Like I believe so deeply in me. You know, some of the things that I tell people, they were like, come on, really, Wes? Come on, I don't know. And and I get it, man. That's why sometimes it's hard to date women because I have crazy goals. It's insane. When you first hear about it, you know, and some women, it's like they want to support you, but they just don't believe it. Come on. Come on. You just can't use your mind to manifest your dream. You can't. And it's like, I'm just like, yeah, you can. You know, it just, sometimes I feel I live in this vortex all alone. Like mentally, just intellectually. You just, just like people don't get it. I don't know. They just don't understand it here. But I believe so deeply in myself. So when I communicate to people and tell people what I'm going to do, like it's going to happen. I mean, sometimes I don't know how it's going to happen, but I just know it will. And I don't care how long it takes. But I think that's what gave me the I just believe in myself. And you might say, well, why do you believe in yourself so much? I have no reason to believe in myself. I just do. You know, why do people get thirsty? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're thirsty because you had no water. I mean, I just believe in myself. You know, I just, I don't know. I just believe in me so much.
And I don't even know why I wouldn't believe in myself. To me, not to believe in yourself is just a weak person. Why would I believe in myself? I am myself. Why would I believe that I can do whatever I want to do? So that's what gave me the edge. By believing in myself so deeply, I really didn't give a fuck about whatever the people thought about me. I didn't. That's why I didn't care. Maybe I, I care a little bit sometimes, but I get over that shit, you know? Maybe somebody tease me, talk about me, say this about me. Whatever, man. It just rolls off my back and just hit the ground, you know? It's not even a big deal to me. Because I believe in my abilities. And let me give you a secret. When you're like that, because, you know, most people don't believe in themselves. But when you believe in yourself so deeply like that, people follow you. And people listen to you. They do. I give examples. So I had a seminar, which many of you are aware of, last weekend. Was that last weekend? Yeah. In Miami, people pay like, some people pay $200,000 to be there. $100,000 paid a lot of money to be there. Private mastermind and... Some of my team members were there. And some some of my team was brand new people who have never been there before. I had one young man I've been working with for a while. And he's, he's good in what he do. But I wanted him to be great. And I decided to work with him because I saw a lot of potential in him. And I remember at the seminar, I asked everybody what their goal was. And his was $30,000 a month. And, you know, I did my thing. Of course, I talked for about two to three hours. And we went through a, a bunch of meditation. We did something that's called anchoring, success anchoring. And I have to do that in person. So if you ever get the opportunity to come to my seminar, please call. But this young man, after that seminar, had a major breakthrough in my company. Like this month, he's going to do more than $30,000. In the previous months, he probably was doing two, three thousand dollars. It's gonna be his biggest month ever. And the question is, what happened? He had a shift. See, what you don't understand is, like, because when you think, why would somebody pay somebody a hundred thousand dollars, right? You have to understand something. When you're around certain people, their energy, their aura, it in, it ignites something in you. Does that make sense? Because all of you, you're trying to believe that you can have the life that you want. So at the same time, you're trying to believe that you're trying to do what's necessary to make it happen. But you don't realize like the power of the mastermind, they being around people who are already doing that, what you're currently doing. Like if you want 30000 a month, like I made 30000 a day, plenty times, right? So it's like when you get around a person... When you get around that type of energy, it changes something in you mentally. And I'm really good at what I do. So, of course, I put everybody through a hypnotic process. They were unaware. I made a, a bunch of suggestions to the unconscious mind. And now, Ariella, you know, my number two, like her goal was 20000 a day. But now it's 60000 a day. She's going to do $1.2 million this month. You'll see. I'll show you the numbers, right? $1.2 million in one month. She had a shift. And you think to yourself, like, what changed? What was? It's just the paradigm. That's, that's what changes. 
How do you change the paradigm the fastest? Well, you have to get around somebody who's very experienced and know what they're doing. And two, get around someone who is definitely achieving and have the level of belief and certainty that you want. That's when people, when they get around me, man, they do well. It's just how it is. And people, everybody knows I'm a winner. Anybody that works with me, if you say Wesley Virgin, oh, he a bad, uh, he's a winner. That man wins all the time. They know it. And people that are around me, they win as well. By default. Does that make sense? Okay. So next question for me here. Talk to me. <laughs> someone, who is that? someone say, yes, program me. I mean, that's what I'm doing to you right now. But imagine if you had me in the seminar. Imagine if I was looking in your eyes, talking to you directly. Imagine if I was programming you, making suggestions to your unconscious mind. You would shift. Like everybody in that room had a shift. Everybody after the seminar, everybody was like, thank you, Weston. Oh, my God, I had a shift. We had this one lady that had a passion for singing. She sung. She sung. At, she wanted to sing. Shy woman. No longer shy. A nurse. A real estate um, broker. And now she's chasing her dreams. Boldly with confidence. You know, I have this principle that says, who do you listen to? It's very powerful. You got to listen to the people who are doing what you want to do. You got to get around these people. You got to do whatever it takes. There is a sacrifice sometimes. Absolutely. But it's worth it. When you're serious. What's the next here? What are some psychological tips to use in content and advertising to get more attention and persuade your audience? Um, I give you some of the tips that I use on you guys. You want some of those? How about that? How about I give you some of the tricks and tips I use on you, big head? All right. <laughs> so one, if you ever notice sometime, I may say, listen. I may pause. Listen. Listen to me. Because the word listen is a trigger. It's a childhood trigger, by the way. And, you know, everybody can remember their parents saying, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. And you stop and you listen. So when I do that, it's like a pattern interrupt. I do that sometimes because I know your brain would naturally get bored when I talk sometimes. Depending on the subject that I'm talking about. Especially if I'm not telling you a story. If I'm talking just objectively then you might get bored. So I may say, listen to me, right? A listen or look, another trigger word. These are really working ads, by the way. Advertisements, man, look, look at me, listen to me. Very powerful pattern interrupts. You would get people's attention for the next 30 to 60 seconds. Make sense? So that's definitely use that with your advertisement. It, it works, especially on video. Okay. When I meditate sometimes, there are other thoughts that pop up. How can I get rid of those thoughts? No, 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 no. So listen. See, this is what I talk about in the genie script, if you guys decide to get that. Let's see, this is what I discuss in my course. It, it is not your responsibility to get rid of negative thoughts, okay? Because to get rid of negative thoughts, you have to think about getting rid of negative thoughts, which means that you're thinking about 
getting rid of negative thoughts, what causes you to think about negative thoughts. You get it? What you do is you just allow the thoughts to come. And while you meditate, what I suggest people to do is just to focus back on the breathing. When you see yourself drifting off to the right or to the left, just think about your breathing. And one thing about negative thoughts, what you need to understand is the thought that you think is negative doesn't have to be negative. You've labeled it as a negative thought. You can use what is called reframing. This is NLP, by the way. When you reframe something, which means as it's like a picture. If you put one frame around a picture, it looks a certain way. You put another frame, it looks a certain way. So you can reframe and say, well, I lost my job. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily negative. Maybe I lost my job so I can find, for I can um, start working on my business. Losing your job doesn't mean you're going to be poor and broken for the rest of your life. See how you use the power of reframing? It's very powerful. Listen to me, folks. See, I just did it to you. Listen to me. <laughs> I do it all the time. You don't even know. It's a trigger. I mean, it works all the time. You can do it in conversation. When you talk to people. If you want people to really, like, tune in and listen to you deeply, this is what I do. I could do it to a female, I do it to a male. If I'm talking with them, I say, look at me. <laughs> and, I, and I use that voice. With women, I would use that voice. With men, I would be a little bit more aggressive. Look at me. Look. With a woman, like, when I'm mesmerizing her, I'd be like, hey, look at me. You're amazing. Okay? You got th- I use that voice, but the look at me, she'll look straight at me. And when I have that eye contact, whatever I say, she's really absorbing that information deeply to her soul. So it's very powerful, folks. Okay. And all this stuff is in books, by the way. Hey, cake. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's next here? Questions here. Wes, what's the best way to start an online fitness business? Well, it depends on what you're trying to do. When I first started my business, I just started creating YouTube videos and workout workout YouTube videos. That's how I started out myself. Create content online. Okay. Yeah, this works with your man as well. One one young lady said, I'm, I'm going to use that on my man. Yeah, you could use Look at your man, but listen to me. Look at me. Tell your man that say, look at me. Then then tell him. He gonna look at you. Listen to me. He gonna listen. It works. It's very powerful, I'm telling you. And and no one even they're not even aware of what's happening. I'm telling you, you will have their attention. And at that moment you can use embedded suggestion. It's it's a lot of things you can do to a person when you when you have their undivided attention, okay? <laughs> a, a lot of stuff. All right, what's next here? A lot of good stuff. What what good is the reward with the... Oh, okay, whatever. Let me see here. What's next here? What's the number book recommendation for that level of persuasion? What's the number? What do you mean number? What's next here? And folks... Listen, you have to understand something. I mean, I've read a lot of books. So I wouldn't say just one book. It's a lot of books. Like, a, 
like Persuasion by Robert Cialdini is a good book. Uh, Crucial Conversation, that's a good book. You know, Persuasion Techniques. and um, It's so many books, man. It's, just, it's a lot. I wouldn't say it's just one book. It's a lot. Listen, if you want to master persuasion and influence, you have to make it a study. Are there places that one can make at least $10 if he or she is totally broke? <laughs> $10, man. Yeah, go out and sell something for $10, man. Knock on doors. Being honest with you. All right. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at you, man, but I'm like, $10, man, come on. Uh, what's next? A good home library is something every successful person had. Yeah, I agree. Seven Secrets of P- Persuasion. I never read that book. Kenny, what's up, man? Gorgeous, how are you? What's next? Happy way to customers. Um, the word is not gonna. Okay. You put gonna read those. Gonna is not a word. Clean up your grammar, sweetheart. What's next? I could make a hundred dollars or more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, you know, listen, folks. You know, where's ten dollars or a hundred dollars? I mean, come on. The power of affiliate marketing. Yeah. Questions for me, folks. Q&A. Talk to me. Hey, James. How are you, sir? Questions here. When is going good? When is going good? I have some money from my work. My family sucks. Be dry and I feel, I feel like I can't do much because I live with them and they do pay the bills, but I'm tired. I want to use, I'm not understanding that, that grammar there. Well, I mean, if you live with your parents and you don't want to live by the rules, move out. That's easy. Like if if my children didn't want to follow my rules, they just leave. I say, well, get out, go get your own place. That's easy. Simple. What are your dominant thoughts during your day? For example, thinking abundance and health the whole day. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm just happy to hold. I'm thinking gratitude. So usually I move around the day just thinking how grateful I am that I'm earning $300,000 a day. I'm grateful to have a huge community online. I'm grateful for my team, grateful for my children. I'm grateful that my body... It's transforming into this Greek God. I'm grateful that my skin is looking so, so lovely. Yeah. It's gratitude, honestly. How do I start with affiliate marketing? I would start with ClickBank or Digistore. How many times did you fail before you got to this spot? A lot. Hundreds and hundreds of times. No exaggeration. Like, I tried a lot of stuff. I'm going to tell you some of the stuff I tried. 
<clears throat> I mean, I've probably tried so many network marketing companies. Everybody know what about MLM. Uh, I used to sell those stupid Kirby vacuum cleaners. I used to sell the Cutco, you know, those knives. Um, I used to go door to door to sell these dumb oil change coupons. I don't even know why I was doing that. Um, I, and I felt at all this stuff, you know, so many different network marketing companies. My God, I was a network marketing company junkie, literally. I used to sell meat out of a truck. Yeah, I did some insane things. Wes, if I launch a digital service product in digital store or ClickBank, a better choice and why? ClickBank is better because ClickBank is like the godfather of marketing. ClickBank, they haven't figured it out. Digital store is fairly new. I mean, they do well as well, but ClickBank has all the affiliates, to be honest with you. So I'll start there. How many times? Yeah. Yeah, I failed a ton. Most people think successful people didn't fail. Oh, come on, man. Of course we failed a lot. But honestly, you know, successful people don't look at failure like poor and average people do. I didn't. I wouldn't say I failed. I just was learning. There was a lot of learning lessons. Honestly, I learned a lot from different opportunities. And every every opportunity I got involved with, like the reason why I read today is because of network marketing. I've had partnerships that didn't go well, but I learned things about marketing that I applied to my company. Make sense? So I took lessons from all different companies. Okay, that didn't go well because remember it's a journey okay it's a marathon good job secure how do I control my actions when I receive my weekly pay when all what I want to do is spin well Gonzalez you have to discipline yourself I mean discipline comes from within you have to tell yourself that you can be like all the poor and average people and just spend all your money and just go broke or save the money or ensure that money's been used to be invested properly. Yeah. Full body workouts or splits? What are splits? What would you say the reason you failed was because you didn't acquire the mindset and frequency for success at that time? Uh, you know, because I, I didn't, obviously I didn't know what I was doing, right? <laughs> I just didn't know. And at that time, I, my mindset was like, um, you know, most people such as I would do something. If it didn't work out for two months, then I was like, ah, this is not good enough. Instead of being patient and perfecting a skill, you know, I gave myself two months, three months, thinking I'm going to be a master at this stuff, but I wasn't. So I would say it was just, I was very impatient. Honestly, you cannot be impatient when it comes to success. Please explain success is walking from failure to failure. <laughs> 
with no loss of enthusiasm. Yeah. I mean, you said it. You just said it best. Age Turner. Definitely. It's being able to fail over and over again and still be excited and happy. Story of my life. I remember losing my car, filing bankruptcy, and I still was excited. I was like, that's okay. It's not a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal. It's just a car. It's just my credit. So what? It's bad. I'll fix it. Right? So that is the truth. Don't lose the enthusiasm. And you have to think about what you need to think about to keep the enthusiasm. And that's a conscious effort in the beginning. Okay? Wow, I'm making so many sales right now, folks. Oh, praise. Let's go. I have a great new product. What's the best way to sell it, bro? ClickBank or digital store? That's what I would do. How do you know you are successful? Uh, some see success as luxury and expensive things. Yeah, I just see... I see success differently. Success is waking up, feeling good, feeling happy, feeling excited, grateful about life. You know, that's my success, honestly. Uh, not just the money. I mean, of course, I feel successful because I have money, too. Because I have freedom, honestly. So it's not the money. It's the freedom that the money provides. Should one affiliate age with wealth? Are continuously push for a better life. Dissociated age number with their goals. Uh, no, no, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of people that's old and broke. Right, so age has nothing to do with wealth. Alright, so I wouldn't think about your age. People, some people are older and they look very young. Yeah, so I wouldn't associate age with wisdom either some people say well since you're old you got wisdom it's a lot of dumb old people unfortunately they did very piss poor in life they did horrific they didn't make great decisions and a lot of older people are financially ruined okay hey where's i'm from germany is it possible to get your books translated in german uh it is possible maybe one day what do you think what do you think it takes to become a great recruiting business in life and MLM are for your cause? Uh, you have to learn how to be a great communicator, honestly. If you want to recruit people, you have to communicate greatly. Which means is this you have to learn how to fascinate people. Okay? People love to be fascinated. They love to laugh, they love to be inspired, they love to be motivated. They love when you paint a picture for them, right? If you notice sometime, I may use the word imagine. I'm going to say, hey, imagine listening to this rant to the very end. And after you leave the rant, you immediately have a paradigm shift that causes you in 90 days to make $100,000. That causes you to be able to travel around the world. That causes you being able to go to whatever department store you want and buy whatever you want. To be able to take care of your parents and tell them they can quit their jobs. See what I just did there? So you have to learn how to fascinate people with your communication style. First, learn how to communicate. Then understand the art of communicating because it's art, right? 
which I <clears throat> do very well. Can you show me an example of a landing page for, for weight loss, please? Um, I don't have any right now, but you can always just go to clickbank.com. Just click on the first product and you'll see one. What's the best method to acquire clients for a PPC agency? I'm in a phase of getting new clients. Uh, yeah, Newton, I would use TikTok. A lot of people are using that little TikTok form now. You can promote and get people's information. Um, or Facebook, Instagram ads. Okay. You have books, Wes? Nah, of course. No, no books yet. One day when I tell you when I get old. Because the book I'm going to write is going to be very controversial. How does making a uh, sales page, upset page work? Is it built into the website? So, no. So, a sales page is the page that the user go to to basically be convinced to buy the product. Upsells is what you sell them after they buy the product. It's like buying a car and going to a little office and they try to convince you to buy a tent. They try to convince you to buy better wheels, to get a warranty, right? That's upsells, okay? But we just do it online. And you can use ClickFunnels for that. For outside U.S., what do you recommend as business? Um, I mean, online business doesn't matter where you live. I live a, a nomadic lifestyle. I can be whatever I want to be, and I can make a ton of money. Let me see here. Um, I'm Indian. Good for you. And I'm black. Next question for me here. Are you getting value? You guys taking notes here? I expect that you are. What's the quickest way to get in shape? Go to the gym every day. Go six days a week. And eat well. Made you value. I'm glad you got value. Any more questions for me? Let me know. If not, I'll let you go. There's always work to do. Questions? Are you vegan? Absolutely not. Never. But like meat. Pun intended. I like some chicken. I'm black. Come on now. I can eat some chicken right now. If I have some. One food you would stay away from. Um. Fast food. 
How can I make 10K a month? Easy. Sell something every day for 300 bucks or $350. Hey, Wes, I bought the Genescript course. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. I love you for that. Thank you, Christina. Mattel. Rebecca, how are you? What's the question? Oh, I missed your question, Coach Rohit. Can you explain what is money consciousness? Um, money consciousness. So, you know, that can mean different different things. I think people, they create these terms and have a money consciousness. You know, when I first think about, when I first think about money consciousness, uh, I believe that people that focus on money, you know, because your consciousness it's like what you're thinking about right now in the present moment, right? So if you have a money consciousness, that means that you're focusing primarily or predominantly on money all the time. And people are like this. I mean, I focus on money. I like money. So I'm always thinking about how much money I'm bringing in. Are you married? No, you're going to propose to me? No, folks, I'm not married. I doubt I will ever get married. Maybe when I turn 70. But no, I'm not married. How do you set up a blueprint for your goals you're trying to achieve? So I'll write them down. I'll write them in the present moment as if I've already achieved them. Did you divorce? Are you just <coughs> don't want to show the mother of your children to the world? What? <laughs> no, I'm not divorced. I don't know. She's not a social media person. She don't want to be on on the camera. What's next here? Yeah, I think 70 is a good age to be married. Fuck, don't worry. I'm still going to look good. I'm still going to look young. I'm still going to have these pretty white teeth. I'm still going to have this baby face. What you mean? I'm 70 years old. You know, it's all good. And I still can pull a 25-year-old, 70. (laughs) Uh, Write goals as if you have achieved them. Yeah, write your goals in the present moment as if you've already achieved them. Yeah. Marina, how are you? Eric, how are you, sir? Honestly, I don't... And this is just my philosophy. I just don't see the value in marriage, honestly. And to be very brutally direct with it, like, it's not even the best business decision. It only sounds good, right? It it just sounds good to get married. You know, you get the big party, you get the white dress, you get the propose, you get to tell everybody, I'm getting married, oh my God, I'm getting married, oh my God. I knew you can do it, I knew this was going to happen, you know, whatever. Then, you know, after that, you go to the honeymoon, you go to, <laughs> on your carnival cruise to Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. Then after the honeymoon, you know, for the first couple of months, it's amazing. You're loving them. You watch them brush your teeth. 
You watch them brush their teeth. You go to bed. You hold them. They hold you. They say, I love you. And I'm going to be with you forever. You're so amazing. I'm such... I'm so blessed to have found a woman or a man like you. Then after six months, okay, then after six months, <laughs> you're like, you know what, can I tell you something? I hate when you leave the top of the toothpaste off the toothpaste. I mean, I just can't stand this shit. You know, I didn't want to bring it up, but I don't like it. I, I hate when you throw your clothes all over the floor. As a matter of fact, I hate when you fart. Your farts stink. Can you take this shit outside? You know, this is when people, that that honeymoon stage is over, man. <laughs> and everything that's inside of a person, they just start to verbally vomit on people. I've seen this happen. You know, they just say everything. You know, your breath stinks. I can, I've been holding this in for a long Your breath smells like shit. Honestly, it stinks. Okay. You need to get something done. You have a raw tooth in your mouth. <laughs> this happens in real life. You know, you've been with a person a long time, man, and then they start to annoy the shit out of you. Because, like, forget about being married. People need to learn how to be together. How do you coexist? And to do that, you have to educate yourself about people, about yourself. And, you know, this is a science, man. To be with someone for such a long time and to make that level of commitment to like one person for so long, especially in this days and time, it's very different from when my parents were, were married. But now you have so many options and it's so easy to divorce and so easy to say, ah, oh, that's not for me. You know, and that's what people do. You know, they're like, ah, I'm out of here. Wait, wait, did you burp? I'm out of here. <laughs> did you fart? I'm out of here. Uh, you know, you're talking negatively, I'm out of here. You know, whatever. You lie to me, I'm out of here. You know, everybody's out of here all the time for anything. So, um, it's very interesting, huh? Uh, what books do you recommend on how to cause this with a partner? Go read the book, um, by Barbara DeAngelis. Um, I forgot the name of it. Oh, wow. Just search Barbara DeAngelis, you'll see it. When you have a goal that you wake up and go to sleep thinking about and won't leave you alone, is it inevitable that it will happen? I wouldn't say it's inevitable, okay? It may be highly likely, but, you know, obviously just thinking about a goal is not enough because you got to do the right thing at the right time. And it just goes back to your just your belief, man. You have to be able to wheel things into existence sometimes. Um, I'll say it's highly unlikely, but I can't say it's a guarantee. You have to understand about success. There's no guarantee that no one's going to be successful. There's no guarantee that you're going to make a million dollars. That's the mysteries of success because everybody's looking for this linear approach. Like, just give me the steps, but it's, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Some people, they have totally different steps that they took to make a million. I have different steps. I may say focus on this. I may say, focus on your belief. Somebody else may say, focus on your day-to-day. I mean, focus on your habits. Everybody has their own thoughts. I think the key or the trick is, is you got to realize that you possess the same power as myself. And that's the power to wield what you want to happen in the universe. You can. You can compel things to happen, right, through your own personal belief.
but a fart is natural. You can't control it. Yeah, yeah, I was making an example. You know how some people are. People divorce for anything these days, you know. Uh, I met one woman that was dating a billionaire. She said she broke up with him because he was working too much. I'm like, what? Like, how stupid is that? Did your Sprinter business start up yet? I'm trying to use some when my birthday comes around D.C. area. Yeah. Yeah, we have it up and running. We just put a um, down payment so it's getting billed out right now. Questions here. Do you support young entrepreneurs financially? Cuz, cuz, really? C-O-Z, that's not a word, Joy. Some people don't know how to start it up. Yeah, it's so funny. I just told you how to start it up. You know what's so funny about people? You, when I say people, I'm talking about you. Like, I, I'm, I'm telling you what to do, but yet you still ask the same questions. Well, you know, I don't know how to start a company. Didn't I just tell you how to start a company? I mean, I, I've, I've said it thousands of times. What are you talking about? Like, are you listening? You guys keep asking the same question. How do I start a company? How do- I just told you. First, you got to figure out what you want. What kind of company you want to start? <laughs> Come on. What's next? Yeah, I support young entrepreneurs with the rent, not with money. You don't need money. That's the last thing I'll give you. I love these rents. I look forward to it. Thank you, Lotus. Jess Beranger, how are you? One of the best things that I ever did besides quitting my job was stop chasing relationships and find happiness in myself. Good job, Spirit Moon. Questions here? You can become a great evangelist, bro. Venture in serving God by fishing for lost souls. Preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have made the buildings you wanted. I have to defer. My dad's the preacher. He's the pastor. That's his job and his responsibility to lead people to the word of God. So if you want to do it, if you're in Houston, Texas, go visit him out in Pine Grove Church of God in Christ in the Acres home area. But I do. I'm an educator, okay? I educate people from a secular standpoint to help them understand how to manifest their dreams, okay? I'm not here to preach the Word of God to you. I'm not here to make you do anything with the Word of God. I'm here to help you understand that you're just as powerful as you think your deities are and the God and Jesus, that you're powerful as well. You're just as powerful as those um, spirits or individuals. What's the best way to go get business funding when starting a business? Kickstarter.com. I mean, they give away money, you know, if you have a great idea. All right, Kickstarter. But honestly, I wouldn't get loans, you know. I would figure it out myself. next here 
You're very welcome, Phoenix. All right, any more questions for me? Hey, Angel, how are you? I purchased one of your courses a while back. Good money spent. Thank you so much, Young Music. Okay, I guess I'm going to let you go here. We had a good podcast, did we not? Did you learn something? Are you going to apply some of this information? And remember, a little birdie told me this. A little birdie told me this. That repetition is the mother of skill. That if you listen to this over and over again, eventually you will really get it. And you will have no more questions. And you'll get out there and take action and get to work. Because that's what I want for you. Uh, Wesley, can you talk about the power behind transcendental meditation? Uh, you know, listen, they have so many different forms of meditation. But honestly, I think it's all the same. It's just a, it's just a process of mindfulness, getting quiet, closing your eyes, and just focusing on the breathing. Honestly, I don't think it's one type that's better than the next type uh, as it relates to meditation. I haven't seen that. Okay. All right, folks. Much love. I love you. I appreciate you. Wesley needs to get to work. I'm sure you need to get to work as well. And thank you for leaving a comment. If you don't mind, one time, post this video. If you don't mind leaving a review, I will appreciate if you decide to do a review for me now. Once I post this in two minutes, if you want to come back to the video and do a review, I will appreciate it. Just want to, you know, get more people to listen to this type of information because they need it. So if you find yourself having a moment to leave a review... Do that for me. I really will appreciate it. I'm just asking for one review from you, each of you, once I post this in two minutes on the video. Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go. Great night.